Hello. I am Steve F. Storms, and this is episode one of the Weather Hour. And this episode is titled, I am sick of being lied to. Just like all of you, I'm sure you've been lied to at some point. Um, that is what we're going to talk about today. So the first thing that I ponder over the weekend, I went to a Titans game in the commercial as you're coming out of the stadium, it says, fans don't let fans drive drunk, which is in fact a lie, because it's police. It is police that don't let fans drive drunk. Never ever do you see somebody in a Steve McNair jersey pull somebody over in a Derrick Henry jersey going, oh buddy, I watched you, you had one too many $13 Miller Lights, it's time for you to go home, getting back in my minivan. No, no, no. It is always, it is always, the boys in blue, sir, walk the line, touch the nose, follow the pin. And instead of, you know, fans taking you to jail, which I bet fan jail would be pretty cool, especially after a win, people would just be rowdy and fucked up. Foam fingers and face paint, just tuned up, to say the least. But instead, the county jail's much worse. Just the general public, everybody at their worst moment. There's nobody in there having their best moment. It just doesn't happen like that. That's not what that box is built for. It's kind of wild that we have jails to begin with as humans that we're like, uh-uh, you get a timeout box, my friend. You have done too much. You are not allowed to interact with the public. It's kind of a wild concept. But that's not the only lie that I saw at the football game the other day. You know, I'm kind of tired of, of people calling them football jerseys. It's not really what they are. They're costumes. We all know they are costumes. These are just other humans putting on a performance for our entertainment. And they are costumes. And I feel like it would be a step in the right direction for society if we called them costumes instead of jerseys. It's kind of make like the divide between athletes and band geeks. You know, if everybody's got to wear their costume, right? I mean, basketball. You know, their basketball costumes, their baseball costumes. The funny part is actually pro wrestling, they call them uniforms. They're not known as jerseys, they are uniforms for wrestlers. Which is an interesting interpretation of the word because there's nothing uniform about it. Each individual dude has his own custom costume. But yet, they call them uniforms. That's a, that's a weird interpretation of that. You've got a work costume. You're not really an accountant. You're just a fucking human who likes numbers and you need a payday. You need a job. You've got to pay the bills, house, car, whatever else. You've got a customer service voice. It's the voice you use when you put on your worky work costume. You're telling me you don't have to deal with clowns at work. You're telling me you're not performing like you are pretending like you want to be there. It's just a costume. It's not a wedding dress, it's a wedding costume. It'd be way easier in 10 or 12 years when you divorce that clown to look back at it as a costume. And again, that's kind of performative. You have a, a man who's in his own costume. The preacher doesn't always wear that around. He's pretending to be a man from God. He could be, that's possible. He also could just be totally full of shit. I mean, at some point there was a weird time in Boston where half the the 
fucking preachers, not preachers, what are the Catholics, um, fathers, half of the fathers are touching kids, but they're performing weddings, they're supposed to be men of God, it's all just a costume, it's all just a costume, but I think if we called sports jerseys costumes, it would make society better, it'd make some of those weird face paint people come out of the woodworks, you know, we'd get those numbers up. There'd be more people who went more elaborately with their costumes instead of, oh, I'm just going to put in my jersey today to go to the game. No, you'd get more dressed up. You'd see wilder hair colors and face paint. And as humans, we fucking love paint. We really do. We've been painting for as long as we could make paint. There are caves in France that have, you know, fucking bison and cows painted on the walls from 10,000 years ago. I mean, sometimes we get real ridiculous with the paint. We think, hey, look at these beautiful churches. Let's put a bunch of naked dicks on top of them. Just renaissance people. You know what would make this church better? Dongs. Dongs out is what the church was missing. Which, weirdly, in our time, almost destroyed the church. It's kind of a, you know... Time is a flat circle. It's all the same song. So back in the day, they were dongs out in church. Today, dongs out in church is a problem. Can't put your goddamn dong out in church. Not allowed. Which is probably a good thing. I'm not pro-dongs out in church. I'm just pointing out the obvious. At one point, we were like, fuck yeah, paint dongs on ceilings. At one point, we were like, fuck no, put your dong goddamn back up. It's the thing about dongs. It's the thing about ceilings. And the weird part is, as humans, I feel like in some ways we've progressed, but we're still lying about our progressions. You know, in some senses, when you see all those guys on, uh, on like animal shows, or, you know, if you're a female and you see a guy on Tinder holding a nice fish up, he's not really a fisherman. We're kind of past the point where we're eating fish for nutrition, you know. We're catching them for trophies. And then we're not keeping them. We're just putting them back. And really, in a sense, we're just... We're abductors. We are the aliens. I mean, the fish have no idea what the fuck the air is. No fucking clue. They don't know what's up there. Could be anything. The air to them is infinite. The air to them is space to us. It's the same thing. Neither of us know any better. Both of us think we have an idea. We don't. One or two of us have, have made it out. There are fish who have made it out into the air. There are humans who have made it out into space. It's one and the same. It is one and the same. Except it's just who can comprehend what. What do they manifest that as? Do you think that's a, re a religious experience for the fish? Do you think when they go back and they talk to all their fish friends, they're like, oh yeah, Fred, you'll never guess what the fuck happened to me last week. I was just swimming around. And all of a sudden, this goddamn worm, which, why do we feed fish worms? When did a fish run into a worm before humans? Like, we're the ones who got fishes hooked on worms. Worms and fishes don't naturally meet each other. Fishes have found lakes, rivers, and water, the ocean. Worms are found underground. There's no point where the worm is naturally in the water. He's not underground 
Underwater? That doesn't work like that, no. Because there are other things. In fact, when it rains enough, the, the worms come out of the ground. If you've ever seen a nice field, nothing in it, no trees, and it rains. And the fish just, not the fish, I'm sorry, the birds just flock down to this field. Because all the worms are getting drowned in the ground. So they're swimming up. They're, they can't breathe. They're coming to the top. So the, the birds just eat them up. If you ever walk down like a sidewalk, you just see like a row of dead worms. So we as humans are the ones who have baited fish into thinking worms were good. Into thinking that that was for them. It's not something they naturally have. We've actually just addicted fish to worms. And in some ways, we've surpassed aliens. Because at least when we abduct fish, we feed them. How many alien counties do you think there are where people have, have spouted off that they were fed by aliens? Oh yeah, well, I was walking around one night and all of a sudden this Big Mac came out from the sky. I thought, you know what? This looks like just the best fucking Big Mac I've ever seen. And I ate it. And the next thing I knew, I was in a fucking spaceship. No, that's never how that happens. They never feed us. No alien encounter has ever had some interaction where they're like, oh, yeah, I got in his fucking, I got in Blue Blop Spacemobile for two cheeseburgers and a fucking apple pie. No, that never happens. Instead, it's some sort of weird... Beam me down, Scotty, situation where they're like, oh, there was a light and a flash, and boom, there you were. Which I'm sure is kind of similar to being reeled in on a rod and reel. I'm sure the fish describe it the same way. Yeah, I was just swimming along, and there was this worm. And then, boom, out of nowhere, I was into the sky, and I couldn't breathe, and this man was holding me. No, he didn't probe any of my fish holes. No, there was just a second flash of light, and then he just tossed me back in. And that was it. They're back. For humans, it's kind of similar. Flash of light, all of a sudden, time loss. You're back. You weren't fed. You were given no worms. So in some ways, we're still just lying. We call it fishing, really, it's abducting. And we're actually addicting the fish to some sort of species that they've never even seen before. They don't know. But really, the fish should know by now. Like, don't fucking eat the worm. We don't see him any other time. Nothing good ever happens. And they're still out there. The fish are eating the worm. It's amazing. I bet some of them know, like, fucking Kevin from The Office. The episode where he has the special, he has a special cupcake. Because the dude from the road, oh, what's his name? Todd Packer. Todd Packer jugged all the cupcakes. Kevin's like, fuck yeah, let me get weird. I'm sure there are some fish who are like, oh yeah, this fucking worm son of a bitch, he's back. Let me get weird. The other fish are like, no, Tim, don't do it. Don't do it. Sure enough, Tim's like, fuck it. Worm me out, bro, I'll be back. Three, five minutes later, Tim's back. Dude. It was worth it. There were two flashes. It was crazy. I bet there are whole fucking fish religions based on the worm. 
Beam me up, Scotty Worm. I wonder what they call it. I bet it's a better name than that. Unless Scotty was the worm brand. Somehow the fish knew it. Then that'd be the perfect name. But it's just one and the same. It's the same thing. Because if I guess we're doing it a little hum more humanely. Well, except we are sticking hooks in them. At least the aliens don't hook us. They might probe us, but they don't hook us. So I don't know what's better. Being hooked or probed. I guess it's probably equally as painful. One and the same, really. They're just a little more advanced than we are. Who knows, maybe fishing technology will get to a point where we just fucking radio beam the water. Just a tractor beam pulls the fish out, puts him right in your hand. One picture, throw it, the tractor beam him back in. Totally revolutionized the rod and reel. No more hooks or spools. Just a tractor beam 5,000. Kind of for that. I don't know, um, particularly how to make that work, but whoever comes up with that, just, you know, throw me two to three dollars per beam. Or per tractor, depending on how you sell them. Maybe the beams come additionally. But it's one and the same. It's the same thing. And the funny thing is, is if you're ever on Bumble or Tinder, you always see girls complaining in their bios about don't have fish in your bio, or, or if you're holding a fish, swipe left. But yet the same bitch will have some sort of, I love murder mysteries, scary movies. Especially, especially scary movies where kidnapping takes place. It's like, bitch, there's your abductor right there. He's saying, I'm an amateur abductor. Not if human's a fish, but I am an abductor. And there he is. They're like, nope. To the left with you. It's one and the same. It's just one and the same. Which is kind of the reason that I guess I, I think aliens exist. I mean, I know I think aliens exist, but it's pretty much the same. Like, you know, they're probably just coming out some sort of sport. It doesn't seem like they're maliciously at this point abducting us. If they really wanted to, they could probably take the planet over. I mean, you think if they can abduct us, they could just not bring us back. Seems like they always bring us back. Why? They don't really need us. It's just sport for them. Same, same. Same as the guy just throwing it back in the river. Same deal. Except he got there and some sort of Chevy Tahoe and Bloop Glop got there and some sort of Chevy Tahoe 4000. One runs on gas, one runs on some sort of Bob Lazar particle 151 energy. Same, same, really. Same, same, really. It's just one of those things you think, how often are we wide to and wide to a lot? We are wide to a lot. In fact, it's November. It will be December next month. December, of course, is Christmas time. Well... So we're told it's Christmas time. And really, Christmas is just... They're taking over the same original pagan holiday. It's celebrated at the same time. Jesus was most likely born in April or May. Which, how dope would that be? If we did April or May Christmas? 
That'd be way better. Way better. Instead, we have Christmas in the winter, which is the worst. It's like the most inconvenient time to travel. You're literally just traveling, well, for us in North America, I guess. Which is funny because, you know, really it's a North American, European central religion. And so for us, we chose the worst time to travel. It's cold, it's rainy, it snows. I mean, there can't be any worse time to... I mean, every year there's always a report. Oh, it snowed and 11,000 flights were canceled. Motherfucker, that's not happening if we're doing Christmas in May. It's just not. Christmas in May would be way cooler. I mean, if you're in America, Christmas in May would kick off the summer? How sweet would that be? Christmas, two months later, July 4th? Give me that calendar. Let everybody just sleepwalk from Thanksgiving to New Year's to Valentine's Day. I mean, you got New Year's in the winter to begin with, so you already got a holiday built in. Cool. It's not like we're going holidayless. And it's one you really don't even have to argue. You don't have to show up for things. You're allowed to be the drunkest at that time. Be way cooler. You don't have to be on your best behavior. And think about summer Christmas shirts. Oh man, Hawaiian Christmas shirts would be a whole thing. That'd be all anybody wore. Because it'd be a celebration of, hey, it's getting warm right now. Just take off this fucking bullshit pants and jacket. Yeah, I've got my flops on. Santa flops. Got a fucking Santa bucket hat. Santa Hawaiian. You know, standard shorts. Maybe Santa's on there, you know. Instead of little, like, uh, pinstripe shorts, you got little Santa stripe shorts. Candy cane shorts, that sort of thing. But again, we were lied to. We celebrated at Christmas. We celebrated in the winter. It's probably not when it really happened. Eh, probably not. Probably not when it really happened. But here we are. A month out. Getting ready. Wrap the presents. Here you go. You would do away with a lot of weird things if it was in May. There wouldn't be Christmas lights as much. wouldn't be getting as dark so nobody would see the reason. But maybe we'd have cool, like, summertime decorations. Maybe the decorations would be like, you know, Filling up a kiddie pool and a cooler. Everybody just gets drunk on the front lawn. That'd be kind of cool. Hey, it's almost Christmas. So 12 days of Christmas and you get shit-faced on your lawn. First night, you have one drink. Second night, two. Finally, the 12th night, you're just down a 12-pack and everybody just lets loose. Who knows, maybe even put out the empty cans on your outside Christmas tree. You could have an outside Christmas tree at that point. Wouldn't be any maintenance. Blooms would be coming back. Be be pretty dope. It would be pretty dope. But alas, I think it's just a dream. Take a major move to uh, celebrate Christmas in May when or April when it was originally intended. But yeah, we always seem to be lied to. 
And it never stops. Today is another good example. Today there was a report that Russia attacked Ukraine with a missile, killing two. And this Ukraine war is going on for, I don't know, all year, I guess. Since about February. It's November now. And just as this FTX situation unravels, uh-oh, false flag. Get back in line, patriots. Get back in line. Don't you question the narrative. Don't you ask where the money went. So if you weren't paying attention, FTX is a crypto exchange that collapsed very untimely. Very untimely. And it was run by this Sam Bankman Freed? Fried? I don't know. And he just happened to seem like he was funneling a little bit of money into certain political parties. And it's convenient. That same political party has been the one who's been pushing for this entire thing to happen. I mean, they were the Dems have been threatening that, oh, Russia's going to start World War III since Trump was in office. Never happened. They didn't cross the line. But, oh, Biden gets in office. Putin crosses the line, allegedly. And here we are. Billions and billions, billions and billions and billions. How many times have you turned on your TV this year and seen, up oh, billions to Ukraine. It's like there's a billionaire fairy somewhere. Just you say the right thing, you know the right people, maybe the billionaire fairy will come visit you. And I don't understand why it's our fault, why it's our billions. Like, why, why is America the... The, the billionaire fairy, why are we the world's police? Why? Why is our money going over there? We have rampant, rampant problems. We could definitely spend that money here. It could happen. But nope. Billionaire fairy comes along and you get a billion, and you get a billion, and you get a billion. And we never really see what, where that goes. And the funny thing is, is it's both sides. <coughs> Republicans and Democrats, they both did it. FTX donated to both parties. That's why there's bipartisan support for this. That's why you never see anybody step out. In a Congress that never seems to get anything done for the people, right? There's no universal health care. Never seems like there's any meaningful tax reform. They never have more money for education. They didn't even forgive student loans. They ran on forgive student loans. And what happens one day after the election? Boom. Can't forgive student loans. There's always money for guns and war. Never money for the poor. And yet we just keep going. There's there's one uniparty. It's for the 1% versus the 99%. And the most beautiful thing they do is they wrap it up. They divide it red versus blue. Not really red versus blue. 
It's not. It's really not. If you ever took statistics, there's something called normal distribution, the bell curve. And I took statistics three times. In college, I had the same professor. Failed the first time, I did. By like 0.6 points. The guy had 69.4. Nope, got to go back. But in the standard deviation of the bell curve, you'd be at 68.2% on just about anything. Now it skews right or left. But that 68.2% that is always there. It's always in the middle. And so what do they do? They divide it up, make it 50-50. To where the 68.2% can't fall on the same side. And the thing is, really, most of both sides would agree with each other. Everybody should have a reasonable wage, should have health care, should have a safe place to raise their family or do their own business, run their own business. But nope. It gets divided. Red versus blue. Me versus you. And the 1% stays in power. And if you think that's just crazy, look at how many just career politicians just... Never leave. I mean, Nancy Pelosi has been in an office since fucking Kennedy was in office. There's a picture of very young Nancy Pelosi meeting John F. Kennedy. And how in the fuck is she still in office? How does that even work? I was lucky enough to know all four of my grandparents into their 80s. I will tell you this. Towards the end, very few of them could drive. I guess two of them. Two of them couldn't. And only probably three of them really could have made any real decisions. Right? Knew what was going on. Parkinson's is nasty. Once you hit that stage, it's... You're not making any decisions. The three of them, yeah. They knew what was going on until the end. But still in like a grandparent sort of way. Right? Like they didn't... I didn't quite know how to work their phone. I mean, kind of. Not for real. They kind of knew how to check their email. You know, I mean, that's impressive. When they were kids, computers weren't even things. They learned, they adapted. But even then, they weren't running the world. They weren't deciding where billions were going. They weren't making policies. They were just being grandparents. But somehow... You've got Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, fuck, Mitch McConnell's in there too, who were just past it. Nancy Pelosi is 82 years old. I mean, you see her on TV, your face looks plastic, her brain looks like potatoes, she never knows what's going on. She just repeats the same crazy talking points. Mitch McConnell does the same thing, but on the other side, Mitch McConnell's 80. And that's the whole point. It's because they're not really there to help you. We're just being lied to again. Biden's 79. We're just being lied to again. They're just repeating what they need to repeat to stay in power. It's amazing how many times they can promise, especially when they're incumbents, right? Oh, 
Congress hasn't done anything, but I'll be the one to get this done. Bitch, you were there! Why didn't you get it done then? Why do I have to send you back to do the job again? I mean, imagine if you showed up to work. Say you showed up to the work and your job was building cars. You're a car builder. I don't know how this factory works, but you're the only one building the cars. I said, okay. You got four years to build this car. We need a hundred of them. And you show up four years later. You don't have any cars. Fuck, you only got half of them built. But you don't have the, the hundred built that you said you would. Or you were assigned to have built. What if you went to your boss and you said, yeah, well... Send me back. Send me back. Let me do the same thing. Don't really change much. But this time, this time I will have those 100 cars. Four years later, eight years now, show back up and you don't have those 100 cars. You're short again. What the, hey, what the fuck do you think he would have said the first time when he didn't show up with the 100 cars? B, what the fuck is he going to say the second day? Anybody reasonable, it's just an expectation. Hey, if you're going to do this, why didn't you do that? You said you were going to do it. What happened? Oh, well, it was right. So maybe then you're you're not the master negotiator to get our point across, to get the change we were looking for. But again, it's not the point. We were being lied to. It's just kind of amazing to me. You see the same lies go on over and over, right? The first thing I saw today was this missile, right? And I'm trying to pull up the, the most recent report. It says two people have been killed in Poland after two. Stray Russian rockets landed near the border with Ukraine. The rockets landed in the NATO state, Poland, following the Russian mass bombardment of Ukraine cities earlier today, which saw over 100 rockets launched. According to AP News Agency, senior U.S. intelligence officer said that the missiles were of Russian origin. Russian origin. Not from Russia, they just could have been Russian, which is kind of interesting. Poland's Prime Minister said has conveyed the has conveyed the Committee of the Council of Ministry for National Security and Defense as a urgent matter. Well duh. I'd say anytime you have a missile land anywhere, it's an urgent matter. Russia's denied these missiles hitting Poland. Or any rocket strikes near the border at all. So the first thing I thought was Operation Northwoods. Now, for those of you who do not know, Operation Northwoods was a proposed false flag against Americans that, of course, our Department of Defense came up with back in 1962. The proposal called for CIA operatives to basically stage terrorism to justify a war with Cuba. Which, ironically, right, war with Cuba back in the day was, well, it was a war with Russia again. So, come full circle almost, almost 60 some odd years even later, it's almost, to me, it just seems like the same thing. 
But the idea was to get a hold of a remote-controlled civilian aircraft, which would be repainted. And blow up something in an American city or an American ship. Make it look like Cuba did it. Give us grounds to infiltrate. Give us grounds to invade. Have something better than what eventually was the Bay of Pigs. And so that's kind of what this reminds me of. It's basically a, you know, dress up one missile. In the 60s, it was an aircraft. And I mean, they had 60 years to think about it. So like, you know, they probably could tweak it a little bit. I mean, it's the CIA, like, you would think if they were like, okay, how many times could we run this same play? How many variations of this play can we make? You'd think in 60 years they came up with a few variations. So, to me, I don't know, we'll see. And of course, the timing of this is just... I mean, you couldn't have any better timing. It reminds me of 9-10-01. And of course, the time of 9-10-01, I was, I was in middle school. I was not paying attention as much to the news. But on 9-10-01, Donald Rumsfeld comes out and explains that the Pentagon is missing, I think it was $2.1 trillion. Just missing. Gone. Can't account for $2.1 trillion. And then what happens the next day? 9-11. And not only that, but that section of the Pentagon that was editing, I'm sorry, editing, auditing, for that $2.1 trillion was, well, fuck, it was the section that was hit. Just convenient. All of that went up in smoke all at once. Gone. And no one ever asked. We never caught an answer from old Rummy on where that $2.1 trillion goes. That was like the billionaire fairy on steroids. There it went. He just sprinkled on by. Gone. Vanished. So to me, I mean, you know, I'm not even that smart. You just combine two plays, you already ran, right? Both of them worked. Pull out Operation Northwoods, maybe dust that one off. So, okay. Paint up a missile, make it look like it comes from Russia, which wouldn't be that hard. I mean, at this point, I think everybody knows everybody's secrets in terms of what they're, they're mainstream using, I would say, in warfare. Missiles, jets, boats. You know, nobody's rolling out a tank that nobody's ever seen, that sort of thing. Paint up a missile. We got missiles. They got missiles. Make it look like theirs. Fuck it. Tie the wrenches on backwards or however they look different, whatever it is. The screws go in reverse. It's actually righty-loosey, lefty-tidy for all the Russian screws. That sort of thing. And you just cover up this money that just funneled from FTX. Well, I'm sorry. It was funneled from the Ukraine to FTX. Back to the Democrats. Just, you know, the week of the election. Week of midterm elections. 
But hey, I'm sure it's nothing. And then just as they did that, just as they run out of this slush fund, boom. Step back in line, Patriots. Remember, Russia's bad. Don't question the narrative. Russia's definitely bad. Don't ask about the billions of dollars that just went into nowhere. Just fucking vanished into nowhere. Don't you goddamn ask. Because Russia killed two farmers with two missiles. Which, if you're Russian, you're doing this intentionally. Right? Let's take off the tinfoil hat for a second. I keep mine pretty strapped on. It's pretty much grown into my head. But let's take the tinfoil hat off for a second. If you were Russia... And you're like, fuck it. We're starting World War Three. Aces up. Let's go. Let's roll. Why in the world would you start it with just two, two missiles to Poland? If you were going to do this, you wouldn't do it to Poland. And you wouldn't do just fucking two missiles. I mean, at the very least, you think you're going directly at the Ukraine. Like, you've just, you're just leveling Kiev. Right? You're not... Not side shooting a Poland. Why would you even involve NATO at all? At this point, you've kind of had this stalemate with NATO. So why would you even, you know, why would you knock them out of a stalemate? Right? Why wouldn't you at least capture all of the Ukraine first before you moved on? It's like, why pick more than one fight if you're still in the middle of a fight? Finish the first fight you're fighting. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Because the way it's kind of looking, you probably could have gotten through all of the Ukraine before you ever had to start a second fight. So what in the world are you fucking doing there? It's the first thing that doesn't make any sense. And the second thing, why are you just killing, like, two random farmers? Like, it doesn't seem like they were, you know... Bless them, right? You know, they were just farmers. But it doesn't seem like they were the political targets that would, you know, sway a world war sort of thing. I mean, if anything, you're going deeper into Europe. You're not going to Poland. I mean, you're just not. If anything, you're firing them into Germany main NATO power. You're not fucking with Poland. And even if you were fucking with Poland, I feel like you would go after more than two farmers. And I mean... If you were really going to go after somebody right at this point, you just had the Nordstrom 1 pipeline cut. Poland's got nothing to do with that. But it does run to Germany. So, like, again, what does Poland have to do with any of that? But who knows? Maybe Putin just lost it. He was like, yeah, fuck it. Two farmers. Here we go. Let's start World War Three. I mean, that, to me, just seems a little... It seems preposterous. But there were people who just hook, line, and sinker ready to go. Yep. I 
I don't know. Again, kind of just sick of being lied to. But it is what it is. And this is how the Biden administration is tied to this. This is just online speculation, but something to think about. So if SBF, Sam Bankman Freed, Fried, Son of Barbara Fried, launches FTX Crypto Exchange, right? Exchange is an overnight success. SBF becomes a huge, huge Biden donor. Elections happen, FTX explodes. Well, the brother of Sam, Gabe Beckman Freed, GBF, the founder of Guardians Against Pandemics, who's a legislative correspondent of the House of Representatives and advisor to large political donors in the Democratic Party. Linda Freed Fried is a World Economic Forum member and on the Global Agenda Council of Aging. 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 Joseph Bankman Freed is a Stanford is a Stanford professor who has lobbied on behalf of hedge fund hedge fund managers before Congress. FTX's Ventures in Commercial, Amy Wu, W. Started with the Clinton Foundation. I'm going to butcher this name. Nashadi Singh, S I N G H, director of engineering, has spent over $8 million donating to the Democrat National Committee. And Mark Wetjen, who is the Commodity and Futures Trading Commissioner. For Obama, literally the head of FTX policy and regulations. And all they did was just take the money that was sent to the Ukraine. The Ukraine put it in the FTX. FTX then backdoored it into Act Blue, which funds the Democrats. And so what just happens... You just have all of that just evaporate. Large speculation is the same. Bankman Freed Fried is going to Argentina. Where is his weird girlfriend? What is happening? But hey, Russia fired her missile into Poland. Better fire up the billionaire ferry. Get this, get this going again. Because you just lost out on all your money you'd been laundering. I mean, Freed sent $23 million last year. Just to the Dems. I mean, he was the second largest donor behind George Soros. That's crazy. 
the second largest donor behind George Soros. And what happened to him? It seems like he's just kind of disappeared. Just into thin air. Looks like he stole over a billion dollars and donated about a hundred million to the Democrats. It's just money laundering. That's all it is. I mean, even Musk is over this. Musk had some tweets about this, too. SBF was a major dim donor, so no investigations. He's not wrong. I mean, where did the guy go? It's crazy. And I'm sure that they are going to crank up the fear porn. I'm sure that we're going to get some crazy videos of whatever happened to these two farmers and wherever this missile came from. But then it also makes you think if they're willing to lie about one missile, what are all they, what are they, what are all they lying to you about? How many lies are there? And the funny thing is at some point we just accept the lies. That's why Christmas is in December. But nobody says anything. And I had a friend the other day say, well, what are you doing about it? You just rage about the people who are lying and everybody's lying. It's all corrupt. And the question is, what can you do? Right? I guess at a certain point you can resist. Right? I didn't take the shot. I won't take the shot. Got fired over some shot protocols. Lost a job. Sat out for a year. It was fine. Dug ditches. It was cool. All good. Things happen. But on a grand scale of something like this, where billions are being laundered, somebody's playing war somewhere. Like, I think that there's definitely fighting going on in the Ukraine. People are definitely dying. But for what? For who? Who wins? It never seems like the winners are the top. It always seems like the winners are at the top and never at the bottom. It's amazing how that happens. So just some thoughts. Just your first weather hour. Almost at 50 minutes, I think. I hope some of this made sense. Some of it was for laughs. Some of it's serious. It's just kind of something that people have told me I should do before. Because I tend to just rant. They all kind of seem to be flat circles. Well, because we are all in a flat circle. But that is it for today. I hope you will come back soon. This has been the Weather Hour with Steve Storms. Thank you.